Hello everybody, Ben Rogers here, the Raptors Digest, reacting to some Toronto Raptors news. Obviously, we're in the deep part of the offseason right now, so there's not much stuff coming out surrounding the Toronto Raptors. There's no games being played, there's no free agency pickups, the roster's already set going into training camp, so the, the main sources of content for, for Raptors fans, they haven't been free-flowing this time of year, mid-August, September, that's not when they usually are. This year we have FIBA to look forward to in September, so that's going to be exciting, but right now, the, it's been pretty quiet around basketball basketball but the the sources of news we get this time of year are usually from quotes whether it be from players from coaches from the front office and Nick Nurse gave us something to talk about today obviously head coach of the Toronto Raptors he had some great quotes in an article with ESPN and one of them I'll, I'll get the one that's not the title of this video out of the way but one of them he said he was speaking to Fred Van Vliet and Siakam saying there's 20 plus shots to be had in the Raptors offense next season and both of them said they're ready to take a take a role a heavier role in the offense next year ready to pick up the slack that's obviously lost with the finals MVP Kawhi Leonard gone and Danny Green starting two guard gone so that's it encouraging that our two young guys that are the the next steeds to carry the Toronto Raptors to the promised land the fact that they're ready and willing to embrace that more important role that star factor kind of position with this team the fact that they're willing to do that is encouraging the, the they're not passing down they're not being passive they're they're looking to really run with this roster this new group of guys so I I'm encouraged by that but you read the title of this video obviously there's some bigger news for this video and Nate Nurse came out, and this might be controversial or not, I haven't really read the comments on it, and uh, I haven't read the comments on this video, obviously, because it hasn't been, I'm recording it now, but apparently Nick Nurse wants to play Pascal Siakam at the small forward position next season, and he's entertaining the idea of converting his position as a whole to a full-time small forward instead of, you know, maybe giving him some spot minutes. He's thinking about changing the most improved player in the NBA to small forward next season. Now, uh, we can we'll break it down from two sides. One for Pascal Siakam specifically, if he'd be better suited to be a small forward, and how it fits with the Toronto Raptors team, because we all know how there's there's a lot of really good small forwards in this league, and there's not there's a more of a hole at the power forward position. But we'll get into all that first. We're talking about Pascal Siakam. Can he really play small forward? Because his whole NBA career, and from everything I know of him in college. He's been a power forward, so this is a really interesting situation. We're going to dive straight into it. Pascal Siakam coming into the league. This wouldn't even have been a question. That was the big question mark with Pascal, because he, he's 6'9", he's got the height, he's got the length, but he was very slight of frame, and he couldn't really dribble, he couldn't really pass, he couldn't really shoot coming into the NBA. He was a hustler, he could play defense, he could get rebounds, he could score around the rim, and his his shot wasn't broken. He wasn't horrible at those other things by any means, but he wasn't that guy where he could play small forward and handle the ball on the wing and shoot for, shoot the ball from distance. He just couldn't do that in an NBA level. So he came in and had no choice whether to be a power forward. That was that was the position he had to play. But we've seen Pascal Siakam's game develop in the, the two areas where it's really significantly improved because he's always been a great defender and rebounder. But his three-point shooting and his ball handling, his ability to carry the ball up the floor and not lose it in transition because he's one of the fastest players in the NBA. Now he's got that handle to go along with it. That's been very encouraging to see. And he has the three-point shot. So if he's Camping the corner, especially the corner three, is where he thrives specifically. But if he gets the ball kicked out to him, he could certainly knock it down. We've seen at the end of last season, even the playoffs, he developed kind of a dribble pull-up game. It still looks a bit awkward, but he was hitting them even in the NBA Finals. So that was very encouraging to see. 
So now I think he has the dribbling and the the shooting ability to be a small forward in the league, but would it really be the best position for him as an individual, not necessarily in context of the team? And I, I look at it two ways, because in being a power forward, you have less mobile guys guarding you. And Pascal Siakam is such fle- so fleet of foot, he can get around, use his quickness to get around those bigger players. And when you have Siakam at the four or even the five, you know, in one of those big positions... He can have one of those slower, less less quick players on him and just blow right past him, get right to the rim, use his quickness, and he's such a good finisher when he has a head of steam going to the rim. That's one very valuable aspect of his game. He's a very good passer for a big man. I wouldn't say his passing is elite for a player that's you know a wing or a guard position or a small forward, but I would say his passing is certainly above average for a power forward. So he can be somewhat of a point forward with this Toronto Raptors team. They keep him at the four, and... His defense is super valuable at the position. He's long and he's tall and he's, I've mentioned it, he's gained the way to guard the four position in this NBA. And when he's closer to the rim, he can obviously get more rebounds. Obviously, it won't be going from power forward to small forward won't completely take him out of the rebounding scene. But he, he gets more of those help side rotations when he's the power forward. And he'd be, Serge Ibaka or Marcus Gasol will be the, the back line of defense. But when that help side comes over, you need someone to drop down to get those steals, get those backside blocks. Pascal Siakam is great for that in the four position. So that's where he thrives in that area. But there is an argument to be made that at the small forward position, Pascal Siakam be a lot bigger than a lot of the players he'd go up against. And now with his ability to slash and drive in the lane and knock down a three, he can do a lot of things that the small forwards in today's NBA might not be able to do. It's only the top guys can really do because one area that we, even with Kawhi Leonard, the, his probably most efficient way of scoring was going up against another small forward defender and being aggressive, using his size. It looked like Kawhi Leonard, even though he's not that tall, Kawhi was only 6'7", but he, he just bullied people in the lane. And the control of his body, he just shoved the defender right off him and he get that mid-range pull, those floaters, those little spin moves that Kawhi used to do. He didn't have the spin like Spicy P, but he had it, it was more methodical with Kawhi. And he used that kind of in-between game to his advantage. And he was so strong and sturdy that he could, you know, pu- push people off him. That's what it almost looked like when he was driving the lane. And Pascal Siakam, I know he has the, the reputation as a long, wiry guy, but if he's playing the small forward... He's a big player. There's no doubting it. He's two inches taller than Kawhi. He's the same weight. And if he can develop that body control that a guy like Kawhi, Paul George, LeBron James have, he could drive the lane in a similar fashion. I know that's a tough task to be made. Those are some of some of the all-time greats in the NBA. But if he can develop something similar, you know, keep that handle tight. And it's not necessarily the handle that's key with this. It's just being able to be in control of your own body to shove the defenders off you and create that space in the in-between game. That could be very valuable for Pascal Siakam, and it might be difficult, and it's a it's a difficult ceiling to reach, but it could certainly raise the ceiling, in my opinion. If he can have start to bully those smaller defenders that are on him, we might see his ability to get to the rim go go to levels that none of us expect. So maybe Nick Nurse is playing some some 4D chess with the rest of the NBA. I don't know. I'd, I I'm interested to see what you guys think on if this is the best move for Siakam himself, because. 
he has a lot of interesting parts to his game. He's not a he's not your prototypical star. He's not, I don't even know if he'd be considered a star yet. I would, but I don't know if that's a consensus around the NBA. He is the most improved player in the league. He all the videos we've seen of him in the gym this offseason looks like his jumpers gotten quicker, his moves have gotten quicker, his off the pull game has been looking good. So I'm interested to see what Pascal Siakam, if he does play the small forward next season, if he's going to revamp his game to an even another level next year. So let me know in the comment section below, do you want to see Pascal Siakam at power forward or small forward just for his own game and for his own personal development? But we're talking about this Toronto Raptors team and Nick Nurse has to make the best choice for this Toronto Raptors team. And if you look at the rest of the roster, it'd be very interesting to play Pascal Siakam at the small forward next season because... The Toronto Raptors have a lot of wings going into next year that are expecting minutes. That's what that's what they're looking for, and they're expecting that opportunity. I'm sure they'll get it, but if someone can run with it, you know, there's a lot of those wing players. Norman Powell, he had that ridiculous Buck series where he saved us in that Eastern Conference Finals. Let's keep it 100%. Him and Fred Van Vliet bouncing back. So he he's probably looking for a consistent role on this team next season, if not a starting position. He's come out and said how he's ready for the opportunity he's going to get with Danny Green and Kawhi Leonard gone. We have Fred Van Vliet, who's possibly moving to the two guard, so that could be one of those wing positions gone. Matt Thomas coming in. He's the he's the new savior amongst Raptors. Raptor land. He's a ridiculous three point sniper. He's shot 99% on efficient field goal three point field goal percentage last season in Europe. So he's going to be looking for some run. He signed on a three year deal. We have Stanley Johnson, who's coming in and looking for his opportunity to play with this roster. We have OG Ananobi, who was the starter for this 60-win or nearly 60-win Toronto Raptor team two seasons ago. Dealt with a lot of injuries and personal issues last year, so he's probably ready to get right back in the fold. And I'm a huge OG stan right now, and I, I believe in OG to, to turn his game around from last season's kind of dip. Those are a lot of win guys that I think expect to be in that rotation, and if uh, if Fred Van Vliet's a two and Terrence Davis or Fred Van Vliet goes back to the one, Terrence Davis is going to be looking for run as well. I, I could be forgetting players, some of the deeper bench guys, but we seem pretty loaded on the wing positions of not necessarily superstars or players that are going to be guaranteed run, but players that probably expect to have their opportunity be had in this, this Toronto Raptors rotation. So it'd be interesting if they put Pascal Siakam down there because even though we have some intriguing players at the power forward position, I don't think it's nearly as deep. Because if you were to move Pascal Siakam down to the three, we really only have Rondé Hollis-Jefferson and Chris Boucher at those positions. Assuming that the that Nick Nurse is going back to the Marcus Hall, Serge Ibaka center duo. So... Do you expect Rondé Hollis-Jefferson to be the starting power forward for this Toronto Raptors team next season? I'm not saying he's a bad player by any means, and I, I said on the, the grades video that he could potentially be the best pickup of the offseason or be the most productive asset coming out of these these players for this upcoming year. His ability to slash, his ability to defend, he does a lot of great things on the court, but he struggles to space the floor from the three-point land. He doesn't have a broken jumper by any means, but he hasn't been able to knock it down consistently. Maybe if he gets that consistent jumper, he could be a starting four in this this league. And actually, I'll take that back. If he gets a consistent three, he can certainly be a starting four in this NBA. But that's yet to be seen. And do you think that he could be the starting four for this this team? I know there's a lot of people really high on Chris Boucher right now in the all of the comments, and I, I really love his game as well. I I wasn't a believer at first, but everything I've seen him in this season, I think he could be a rotation piece and. Maybe Nick Nurse sees more value in Chris Boucher as a backup power forward than maybe Matt Thomas or Stanley Johnson as a backup three or two. So that that's going to be an interesting situation. Now, what what would be my take? What is Nick Nurse really going to do? 
Does he have his mind made up? I don't think he does. I think Nick Nurse is going to be willing to try everything going into next season, try everything in training camp, see what things fit together, see what things make sense, and see if he can maybe get the best out of some of the players we don't really expect. And maybe Pascal Siakam moving to the three is the best position, and Chris Boucher getting some run at the four that he wouldn't necessarily get if he's behind the depth chart of Siakam and Rondé. And, you know, maybe if... One of the wing guys like Norm, OG, or uh, Matt Thomas, or whoever, they step up really good, then maybe even if he decided to have Siakam the starting three at the beginning of the year, he'd change it. So anyways, it's going to be fluid. I think we're going to continue with this fluid starting lineup next season, but let me know what you guys think. What lineup do you want to see the Raptors go into the start of next season with? Let us know in the comment section below. You're the best for making this far. Check out the Twitter, the Instagram, all that cool stuff. You know, I'm I'm really excited for the Toronto Raptors team. I it's a different excitement from last season because we had expectations, we had this one year to impress Kawhi, but now it really feels like a Toronto Raptors team. It feels like we have a lot of guys who's bought in, and not to say last year wasn't, but this seems like a year where we can really get the most out of our young players and really surprise some teams around the league. So I'm excited for next year. I'm I'm amped up. Let me know what you guys think about this this possible lineup change. Anyways, I'm signing off. Cheers.